Hey there, my name's Nicole and I'm a registered dietitian with Crohn's disease. And today we are going to talk about how to stick to a therapeutic diet. Now, believe me when I say that I know how hard this is, that it seems damn near impossible. And especially considering when you're in the consideration stage and you're looking at all of the allowed foods or not allowed foods, and all of the things that you can't have and the way that your life is now and maybe what your kids are eating, your spouse is eating, what your coworkers are eating, all the food that's brought to your face every single day. And you wonder if you can handle it. And here's what I have to say is you can. You absolutely can do this. And it's going to be hard and it's going to be a challenge. But... If you want to take control of your disease, if you want to feel better, if you want to maybe taper off or go off of medications, it is 100% necessary that you get take control of your diet to feel better. And it's not permanent. It's not forever. It doesn't mean that you're never going to have a piece of normal birthday cake again or a slice of pizza from your local pizzeria because you absolutely 100% will be able to do that at some point. Just not right now. And here's where I'm coming from right now with this is I am on an oral and real nutrition diet right now. The strictest, the hardest of all Crohn's diets outside of TPN, where it's you're fed through the vein, is the oral enteral nutrition. And that's, I'm drinking Ensure, and that is my diet. And I've been on it now for seven days. I did about seven days last month, and then I ended up caving and eating for Valentine's Day. And then I got back on it as of March 1st. So for seven days so far, I've been on it. I'm going to be on it for at least another seven days before I get blood work done to see how this is progressing. But last night, my son had popcorn chicken and I, you know, we went out to the store, bought the frozen popcorn chicken. I don't do this every night, but once in a while, you know, it's easy for the kids. They like it. And I had a meltdown. I cried. I was sad. I was depressed because it smelled so good and looked so good. And all I want is that comfort of eating food and it's not just food it's junk food i want junk food and i as a dietitian i know that you may not believe this but prior to crohn's disease i had this really really bad relationship with food where i would control and i'd eat really clean and then i would binge and breaking that cycle is so impossible like i grew up with parents who told me they loved me through food. They would buy me any food that I want. They would take me out to eat. That's how they spent time with me, was with food. So food to me says, I love you. And so when I have to sit there and say that I cannot have the thing that I want, that food item, like that popcorn chicken last night, to tell myself no, was so painful and so hurtful even though I know that it's better for me not to do it that I am taking care of myself by saying no that I'm saying I love you by going through this process and saying absolutely not you can't have that right now 
but knowing that sometime in the future I will be able to, it still hurt like hell. It was so hard. I had to go in the bathroom and sit for a while by myself and just get away from it, you know, and, and my significant other and his daughter were eating tacos that, that he had made. It's just the smells of all the food in that moment. It was a lot. And it's going to be a lot. You're going to have those moments where you're going to break down. And you're going to think, I can't do this. But if you really care about yourself, you really love yourself, you're going to do this. So let's get down into the steps here and, and how, how to make this work. You know, first of all, of course, it's important to know how, right? You have to find the right resources, which I myself have the Crohn's Nutrition and Lifestyle Program available there. I will walk you through what those changes are that work for your body, your lifestyle, what you're going to stick to. So head on over to my Instagram page, Nicole Wake at RD or at Nicole Wake RD and you know, send me a DM. Tell me you're interested in this program. You want to learn more. I will get on a free coaching call with you. We will talk one-on-one. I will listen to what your situation is provide you with any support that I can on that call and then we can dive further to see if the program would be a good fit but you get an initial consultation totally free making sure that you know what is going to work for you and your body and work for your life that you're going to actually stick to you know EEN the oral and internal nutrition that I'm doing now may not be the right thing for you which is fine but there are a million options. There's the specific carbohydrate diet. There's the Crohn's disease exclusion diet. The Mediterranean diet is showing more and more that that is a player in this game too. Tons of different solutions and flexibilities. And like you look at the Crohn's disease exclusion diet and you're like, I have to eat two bananas a day and an apple and two potatoes and chicken and eggs. And oh my God, that's too much for me. And I can't eat potatoes because they hurt. There's ways around that. There are reasons why everything's in there and working with a dietitian, you will find the right substitutions. Like instead of potatoes, you're going to eat rice because they provide resistant starch or the apples provide pectin. So maybe you don't tolerate apples. Okay, let's try peaches. Let's try peach smoothies. See if that works because those also provide pectin. It's those kinds of things that you're going to need support in. So working with a dietitian such as myself can really help you figure out to know what to do, when to do, and how to do. And then there's the accountability piece. Like you are going to need an outside force to hold you accountable and help you stick to this. For me, I chose my doctor. My gastro won't hold me accountable or check me to make sure this diet is working. But now I'm going to my primary and I'm saying, okay, I know that in two weeks I need blood work to see if this is working. Because if it's not, we need to change course. And she said, okay, here's an order. Go check your blood in two weeks, follow up with me the next day. That is my accountability. That is the thing that helped me last night when I was like, I want that chicken. I'm going to take a bite. And I said, no, because I need to see if this is going to work. And I know I'm getting my blood work done on the 15th. And I want to see on the 15th if this is going to work for me. So having that accountability, having something concrete that you can measure success with rather than just, are my symptoms getting better? Are they getting worse? Looking at blood work, getting a scan, or you know, having somebody that you can go to and talk to every week and say, okay, this is what happened, or how can I prepare for this? Or I have this party coming up, but what am I going to do for it? 
you know, having that accountability, which can be anybody. It could be a friend. It could be your significant other. It can be your doctor. It can be your dietitian. It can be whatever you feel like is really, 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 really going to hold you to that. Also tracking. I am currently tracking my E and I have this big poster board on my wall and I put down different calendar days and every night when I've successfully stick, stuck to this EEN, I write EEN check mark on it that I've stuck to it. And for the first few days, I wrote down my pain scale because I wanted to track to see if my pain was going down, which it did. I'm at zero now. But at the beginning, I was at an eight or nine, uh, you know, the seven days ago, you know, my pain was at eight or nine and now I'm at zero. My energy levels are normal and I'm not fatigued at all other than when I'm going to, even sometimes going to bed at night has been hard because I have so much energy. So, you know, you track it and see, you know, how many days have I stuck to it? How is this helping me? How, you know, what are the concrete changes that I'm seeing? And that will help you stick to this diet. The other tip I have is to really, really understand your why, which kind of goes in line with everything I just said. But why are you doing this? Is it to not be on meds? You know, and, and, and when you realize that if you're afraid of the medication you're on or the medications are causing you more pain or discomfort or a lot of symptoms, or maybe you're on Humira and all of a sudden you have psoriasis and you're like, great, now I have to do something different or be on a different medication or another medication. Now I have this other disease and you say, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? Or your medical bills are astronomical because you're getting MRIs every three months and colonoscopies every six months. And it's like you're paying 10000 plus out of pocket every month because you're constantly needing follow-up to see if this medication's working or not. So for me, like that is my why. That I don't want to be on medication because it causes me a lot of severe anxiety and fear and it really weighs on me. And so that's why this is so important and critical. And I also don't want surgery. 50% of Crohn's patients have surgery within 10 years of diagnosis. 50%. Now, if we level up the game of nutrition and optimize your nutrition status so that you don't have such severe disease course, I mean, that's even with the advent of using biologics as, as first step therapy we're still seeing just as much as much surgery as we did before biologics were were number one you know so really think about why why do you want to do this do you want to feel less fatigued because even on biologics people are still severely fatigued they have joint pain they have those extra intestinal manifestations such as the mouth sores and with nutrition that stuff goes away as long as you're optimally consuming nutrition the right way you don't have to live with those symptoms so understanding your why write it down really figure it out like why do you want to change your diet why is it so important to you and my next tip is your mindset around it the the really really strict portion of your diet is temporary you know within six months to a year you're going to be able to have sometimes even faster than that you're going to be able to have those days or you go out and get a pizza, or you go out to eat at a restaurant with your family, and you have a beer or a glass of wine, and you're having a dish of pasta and a slice of bread, like normal. You don't have to bring your almond flour bread with you to the dinner table. Like There are going to be days, or you can go on vacation and drop it for a week and just eat 
normal and enjoy your life. You're going to have to come back to being strict when you get back. This is a lifestyle change and it is forever and permanent and temporary and temporary at times because you're going to have days where you're going to be able to go out to eat with your family and it's going to be normal. But everybody else is on a diet too. You know, everybody else wants to drop a few pounds or they want to eat 1,500 calories a day, Monday through Friday. Then on the weekends, they go out and have an ice cream cone. Like, it's normal to, to fluctuate up and down. But the very, very strict portion of all this is temporary. And you're going to figure out a way to integrate this new lifestyle so that it doesn't feel like a burden, so that it's, it's not going to be confusing and overwhelming forever. And it's not going to take as much planning, as much prep work forever. You're going to figure it out. So all of the pain and discomfort is temporary. And it will become more normal for you. My next tip is to be prepared. Freeze meals ahead. Cook something for yourself. Chicken and rice. Pop it in a little container and put it in the freezer. So that when you come home... On that night that you were in the office till six o'clock and Frank has soccer practice at 630 and you have no time, you're absolutely starving, you pull that chicken and rice out of the freezer, pop it in the microwave and you eat it. You're going to have something to eat. You're not rolling through the McDonald's drive-thru. You're not pulling out Frank's pizza (laughs) from the freezer and putting that in the microwave. You have something for you that you can turn to that's easy and quick. It's something that you can eat. Bring snacks with you when you go somewhere. If you're in the car, you're going you know, an hour away to the movies or whatever, bring something for you. Bring some rice cakes, something that you can eat. Bring something with protein and eat what you know is good for you. You know, as long as it's not a day where you can just eat whatever you want. If it's a day where you know you need to be good, you need to take care of yourself, have something prepared. And along these lines, be flexible and be creative. Google and search for recipes. There's tons of websites nowadays. You have Against All Grain, Comfy Belly, um, A Life of Happenstance. All of those websites are available with like specific carbohydrate diet recipes, Um, There's recipes for the Mediterranean diet all over the internet. You know, be, be creative. Be willing to look at that recipe that uses, you know, mashed avocados and cookies and say, I'm gonna try that. And be okay throwing it away if it sucks. It's okay. It's okay to throw away food. You know, think about all of those appointments you've had where you go and you get a colonoscopy and they're like, yeah, you have inflammation. It's like, yeah, I know. I know, now I'm going to pay you $3,000 for that colonoscopy to tell me that I know I have inflammation. You know, it's like, what is a $10 batch of avocado cookies in the garbage? At least you tried it. And maybe you loved it. What if you love it? You know, then you then you have something new in your back pocket to be like, okay, I want some cookies. I'm going to make those avocado cookies that I liked. Or I'm not going to make them. I'm going to try something different. It's okay to throw away food. I really wish, you know, when you're going through this process, you have to be okay with messing up. It's going to happen. It's the same thing with your behavior, you know? Like Valentine's Day, I messed up. I gave up my animal nutrition diet and ate food. 
But ultimately, it's okay, because here I am again, starting over. I'm doing it. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to backpedal, because there's always a chance to move forward. And backpedaling, you learn from it. And you're like, okay, well, what could I have done different in that situation? It's okay. So those are my, my tips and tricks on how to stick to a diet, stick to a therapeutic diet, find your way through it. Again, don't forget that I have that program. And also, you know, if you don't want to do the program, I provide, you know, these weekly podcasts. I have a blog. I have posts that I do on my Instagram channel page, Instagram page. I have a YouTube channel. Um, I'm always throwing out content trying to help you live this life the best as possible because we don't need to be stuck by our crones. We can still live and thrive and be ourselves and that is all I want for you and for me and that's why I'm here so I hope you really enjoyed this podcast episode I hope that it helped you go check out my Instagram page you know follow me DM me even if it's not about the program just send me a message I'd love to chat love to open up those lines of communication I'm here for you I'm here with you going through this I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to speaking with you next week